In this Ask Me Anything, I'll answer the questions, how can we suffer joyfully in light of our faith? What is my favorite season of the liturgical year? And what are my favorite workouts? Welcome to Physically Spiritual. I've been amazed by how much growing physically healthier has changed my spiritual life. I am captivated with discovering the truth about my body and how it relates to my relationship with God. Physically Spiritual is my attempt to harmonize and share what I've discovered. I'm your host, Andrew Reinhardt. Welcome back to Physically Spiritual, everyone. In this fourth Ask Me Anything episode, I just wanted to remind you that the questions for these AMAs come from people who listen to the show. Typically, the first question is from a member of the Totus Tuus community, the patrons of Physically Spiritual or the Awakened Nation, people who support uh, any of the shows on Awakened Catholic. And then I will answer three total questions. The first question is available to everyone, and then the second two questions are just available to the patron community. So let's jump in from Bobby in the Totus Tuus community. Thank you for being a patron of Physically Spiritual. He asks, all of us suffer one way or another. How can salvation come through suffering? How can we practically suffer joyfully in light of faith? So great question. This question of suffering, I think we've already had one question around suffering. Um, and it really is one of the great mysteries of the Christian life. So I want to start with that to recognize that there is a mystery to this. There is something deep, something difficult to understand. So my answer isn't going to be an absolute final word on this. Uh, one kind of point I want to start with in clarifying um, is that our suffering can be salvific, can have meaning only because of Christ's suffering. So because Jesus died on the cross for us and saved us, so now our suffering can be joined with his and has this deeper meaning, this deeper significance. Suffering's really inevitable in an imperfect world. We can't live a life without suffering. There isn't an avoiding of suffering. And this is ultimately the one of the issues with our, I think, contemporary modern culture that really has a mission to, at all costs, do away with all suffering, even to the extent of letting people kill themselves instead of suffer. So we have this sort of absolute rule in our contemporary culture that suffering needs to be done away with. But this is, is really a denial of reality. It's a denial of just the fact of living in the world. Um, this is from the book, the fifth chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans. He says, not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, and sometimes that's translated as sufferings, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. So what's Paul saying here is that, that our suffering can actually, in God's grace, be for our betterment for the growth of our character. There's this depth and richness that comes to us by going through suffering well, by going through difficult things, by going through trials and afflictions. It develops this endurance, this character, and this hope. Now, but this doesn't have to be the case. Suffering, uh, going through sufferings poorly can actually cause the opposite thing to happen. Right? It can cause, in the end, despair. It can cause a weakening of character. It can cause a, a disintegration of our of our person. So, um, so it's important to note that 
that it isn't suffering in and of itself that's salvific. It's the way that we endure a suffering that has all the meaning. And Jesus, of course, is the perfect model of this. Christ on the cross, suffering for us and overcoming the weight of all of our sin, redeeming us. So why didn't Jesus then just do away with all of our suffering? Like, was his sacrifice not big enough? Uh, Did he just want us to deal with difficult things and and have to go through evil? No, I think that the, the suffering itself raises us as humans to a new dignity in light of his crucifixion. So because Jesus suffered for us, now we suffer with Jesus. So Jesus didn't come to take away our sufferings. He came to give meaning to our sufferings both meaning for us on a personal level, but also then meaning for the rest of the world. Later in his letter to the Colossians, St. Paul says this very provocative thing. He said, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. For in my flesh, I am filling what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ on behalf of his body, which is the church. He's filling what's lacking in Christ's sufferings. Now, this is, this is really a provocative line, and it's a difficult one to understand. And I'm going to read in a bit from St. John Paul II's letter on suffering on this topic. But what I think St. Paul is saying, he's not saying that Jesus' sacrifice was imperfect or it wasn't enough. But I think what he's saying is that Jesus chose to make space in his sufferings for our sufferings. So Jesus chose to make us essential. Jesus chose to to make the redemption that he won such that if we don't become all who we're called to be, then the kingdom will not be built in our time, in our space, to the extent that it possibly could be. Now, our sin doesn't foil God's ultimate plan. God's ultimate plan is the perfection of his kingdom in the new heavens and the new earth. But Jesus has chosen to make space for us in his great work, the church. Here's uh, Pope St. John Paul II. He says, Human suffering has reached its culmination in the passion of Christ, and at the same time it has entered into a completely new dimension and a new order. It has been linked to love, to that love which creates good, drawing it out, by means of suffering, just as the supreme good of the redemption of the world was drawn out from the cross of Christ. So Jesus' suffering now connected suffering with love. It connected suffering with love. This was already built in God's original plan, in God's natural design, into the culmination of God's creation, which is the woman, the beauty of woman. And there's this connection between love and nurturing and life and suffering. And every woman's reminded of this every month in their cycle or in the pains of, of childbirth. Uh, it, when when uh, God's enumerating for Adam and Eve the, the effect of their sin, what he says is actually increased pains in childbearing, meaning even before sin, there was still pain in childbearing. Right, so there's this connection in the natural order between suffering and life, suffering and love. And this has brought to a new level, to a supernatural level, in what Christ did on the cross. John Paul II goes on and says in the next paragraph, 
Each one is also called to share in that suffering through which the redemption was accomplished. He is called to share in that suffering through which all human suffering also has been redeemed. In bringing about the redemption through suffering, Christ has also raised human suffering to the level of the redemption. Thus, each man in his suffering can also become a sharer in the redemptive suffering of Christ. So we're now sharers, we're partakers, we're co-workers with Christ in his great work of saving the world. And then finally, later on in the document, John Paul II says, It is suffering more than anything else which clears the way for the grace which transforms human souls. So suffering can clear the way, can move everything out of the way so that God's grace can come in and transform us and the world around us, other people's hearts too. Now, all this is to say that we shouldn't take suffering lightly. I think sometimes uh, Christians can, in light of this, kind of make light of suffering and say things like, we'll offer it up. Um, And that can, I think, be really harmful because it's dismissing the difficulty of the person's experience. And also, I think we should really avoid unnecessary suffering. There's, there's a natural portion of suffering that we're all given just by the circumstances of our life, by divine providence. And then there's also a certain amount of suffering that we're going to have to deal with because of the ways that we've sinned and the ways that others have sinned against us. So we all have this portion of suffering that God has given us. Um, and we're not called as Christians to increase the suffering in the world because it's salvific we actually do have a duty to relieve the suffering of others. We have a duty to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to comfort the sorrowful, to visit the imprisoned. You know, all these great corporal and spiritual works of mercy that the church has, this is part of the duty of the Christian life, is to reduce the suffering in the world in Jesus' name. But in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the portion that we do have, we can join it, to the suffering of Christ, and by doing that, rest in the hope that the suffering has meaning, that it's not empty, that it's not hollow, that God's doing a work beyond our perception, beyond our knowledge with what we're going through. And and then immediately, too, going through that suffering well also has the side effect of building that character in us, that character of Christ, disposing us to receive the grace that Christ is offering us, one, and two, also changing us, making us capable of more, uh, uh, taking us deeper. It's almost like a spiritual workout of sorts that we get stronger in the midst of the suffering. So, Bobby, thank you for your great question. Like I said, definitely not uh, completely exhausting the topic, but hopefully that's helpful. Uh, With that, we're going to pause. The rest of the Ask Me Anything episode is only available to those who are members of the Patreon community. If you want to become a member of the Totus Tuus community and support Physically Spiritual, go over to physicallyspiritual.com to sign up. At every giving level, there's different uh, perks and bonuses that you receive. And if you want to have a great experience of any of the content produced here on Awaken Catholic, uh, get access to a, a social media alternative, a Catholic social media alternative, or get access to your bonus content if you are a patron of one of the shows, go over to theawakenapp.io to get the Awaken app, where you can search for the Awaken app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Thank you so much for being a part of Physically Spiritual. Every moment of the show you've watched, know that I'm grateful that you've given your time to this. 
I'm so passionate about the message that I'm trying to share, and I'm excited about the future of the show. So thank you for every like, every view, every watch, every follow, every comment, every rating you give in the show. And a special thank you to all you that are already members of the Awakened Nation. So thanks again for supporting the show.